0: Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, and welcome to Shear Jeshub, a Bible study program brought to you by the Fellowship of Shear Jeshub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut. My name is Patty Scalzo, and in today's broadcast, my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, will be continuing our study on heavenly authority. At the end of the program, I will be giving you an address where you can contact us so have a paper and pencil close by. But for now please open your Bibles and let's go into the study.
1: We pick up this morning our study on heavenly authority in the book of Judges. The last time we studied Gideon and we came to the part where Gideon is approached by the angel of the Lord, who's under the terebinth tree. And he gives him the message that he is a mighty man of valor. And that God will use him, that he is to go in his might, the might that God has given him. And he will save Israel from the hands of the Midianites. And remember, the Midianites would come down with the Amalekites and the people of the east, and they would come over the Jordan. And whatever the Israelites had planted, they would destroy. They would pillage, and the Israelites would have to run up to the mountains to be saved. And it says that they were as numerous as the locusts. And this went on for a number of years. Gideon grew up seeing this. And it happened for seven years because the children of Israel had done evil in the sight of the Lord. And he's told, when he says to him, O my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I am the least in my father's house the Lord says to him surely I will be with you and you shall defeat the Midianites as one man and the Lord shows him the power will come from God it's it's not a matter of Gideon it's a matter of the Lord being on his side and then it says uh, in verse 17 where we ended off last week of chapter 6 of Judges Judges 6 17 then he Gideon said to him the angel of the Lord If now I have found favor in your sight, then show me a sign that it is you who talk with me. And we ended up speaking about the need to be careful, to double check, to have concern for the things of God, not to doubt God, but to make sure what we are receiving. The word that we're receiving from God, what we understand from the scriptures, the reign of the utterance of the spirit, when we have a call of service, when the Lord shows us something for our life that he wants us to do, to make sure that it's from him, and that's what Gideon is doing here. He's double checking, show a sign that it is you who talk to me. And we pick up today in verse 18, he says, do not depart from here, I pray, until I come to you and bring out my offering and set it before you. And he said, the angel of the Lord said, I will wait until you come back. So. Gideon is going to make an offering on the basis that this angel of the Lord, this messenger of the Lord, represents Yahweh God. And it says in verse 19, So Gideon went in and prepared a young goat and unleavened bread from an ephah of flour, the meat he put in a basket, and he put the broth in a pot, and he brought them out to him under the terebinth tree and presented them. And you remember back to the levitical offerings here gideon is making an offering even though he's not a levite just as moses did just as jacob did just as abraham did you have here an individual call again to a person as opposed to a system or an organizational authority like the levites so he goes and gets this offering and then verse 20 the angel of god said to him take the meat and the unleavened bread and lay them on this rock the unleavened bread he has to do it in haste just like when they came out of Egypt and pour out the broth and he Gideon did so then the angel of the Lord put out the end of the staff that was in his hand and touched the meat and the unleavened bread and fire rose out of the rock and consumed the meat and the unleavened bread and the angel of the Lord departed out of his sight, he disappears. You see this, you think back to what we studied in the Levitical ordination, how after Moses had presented the sacrifices, how the fire comes out of the tabernacle and consumes them, a supernatural miraculous event. And here Gideon gets the answer to his prayer when he says, if I have found favor in your sight, Show me a sign that it is you who talk with me. And the angel of the Lord shows him a sign. This offering that Gideon presents is consumed, even as at the tabernacle. And then the angel disappears. The angel of the Lord departs from his sight. And it says in verse 22, it says in verse 22, Now Gideon perceived that he, was the angel of the Lord. This was indeed the angel of Yahweh. So Gideon said, Alas, O Yahweh, Lord God, for I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. And there's, there's a fear here because the angel of the Lord was a representative of Yahweh. And to look upon him, to look upon the image of God, could mean death. They understood that no human can look upon the face of God and live. How silly it is in our day that people think that just any way we can go to heaven no matter how we live our lives we can just go and stand in the presence of God people understood in ancient days that the holy God is so holy that who are we as sinners that we can stand in his presence that we can look upon his face but only by his grace and his mercy and the provision he makes for us can we have entrance into heaven and see the face of God Gideon is afraid here because he's looked upon the angel of the Lord and he says, Alas, O Lord God, for I have seen the angel of Yahweh face to face. And it says here he perceived that he was the angel of the Lord. He realized it. This is not just a man under a tree. This is not just some spirit giving him a message. This is a personal call on Gideon's life to serve God and with this miracle He recognizes he perceives he realizes then verse 23 then the Lord Yahweh said to him now he gets a direct word from God he's receiving a prophecy from the Lord no longer is the angel the Lord necessary to speak to him now that Gideon has called upon the Lord he hears the voice of God and Yahweh said to him peace be with you do not fear you shall not die even though he saw the face of the angel he's not going to die and listen to the phrase the voice of the lord peace be with you do not fear does that sound familiar peace be with you fear not be not afraid the voice of yahweh to his servants how many times did jesus say those very words over and over to his disciples fear not be not afraid Peace be with you. When he comes through the doors on the eve of the resurrection, he says to the frightened disciples, Peace be with you. And God is the God of peace. To those who serve him, to those who are his, he is a Lord of peace. He brings peace. Israel is on the suffering. We spoke last time about the cycle. That great sin brings in the departure from the Lord, a separation from the Lord. And when there is separation from the Lord God the enemy wins and because the enemy wins they're suffering and when they're suffering and we experience suffering then doubt comes in and despair comes in and fear comes in and the question of God where is God why isn't God doing anything but the Lord God breaks that cycle because the more we doubt the more sin comes in the more separation there is the more separation there is the more suffering there is and the more suffering the more doubt and the less faith the Lord God breaks the cycle by speaking his peace and to his children to his servants he is the God of peace peace be with you do not fear praise the Lord our God is the God of peace and here Gideon has offered the sacrifice he is an individual called as Moses was called as Abraham was called as Jacob was called and he gives him clear understanding that this call to save Israel from the Midianites is from him he is not a God of confusion he clarifies his word he answers the sincere heart many times when a person prays Well, God, show me something. It's not done with a sincere heart. It's done testing God as though the person doesn't really believe God is there or they're mad at God. But it's not with the respect and sincerity that Gideon shows here. God answers the sincere heart. He is the God of peace. He is not the God of confusion. We can receive revelation from him and still live. Sometimes you hear believers speak about a call of God or some leading God has given to them. And it's almost like an illegitimate call. And they'll say one moment, well, the Lord told me this. And if you've been in Pentecostal churches, you've probably experienced this. On one day, they'll say, the Lord told me this. The next week, you'll see them, they'll say, well, the Lord told me that. And every few weeks or every month, they'll change the leading that God gives them because really you have to question if God has given them any leading at all. God is not the God of confusion. God is the God of peace. He's the God of clarity. He will answer the prayer of a sincere heart saying, Lord, is this you? And if we're not careful like Gideon, if we're not cautious the way Gideon is, we might be open to just any thought, any idea, any message, misinterpreting scripture, And just going off on one direction one moment, another direction the next moment. And it's really not of the Lord. It's an illegitimate call. It's a wrong message. It's a person not double checking. Gideon wants to double check. God appreciates his responsibility, his sincere heart, and he is the God of peace. There is no confusion, and he gives clarity. And the New Testament promises for Christians by the gifts of the Holy Spirit. By the anointing of the Holy Spirit we are not to be as orphans. We are to know the mind of Christ and there should not be confusion, there should be peace of mind, there should be clarity, it requires a cautious spirit.
0: I know in today's unbelievably busy world it is difficult to find the time to write, but your words of encouragement are greatly appreciated. Also, if you feel prayerfully led of the Lord to help support the Church Fellowship Outreach of She'er Jeshub Christian Tabernacle, your donations would also be greatly appreciated. Please send all correspondence and make out all donations to She'er Jeshub Christian Tabernacle. That's S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B Christian Tabernacle, post office box, 518 Branford, Connecticut 06405 Once again, that's Sheer Jeshub Christian Tabernacle Post Office Box 518 Branford, Connecticut 06405 And if you are going to be in the Madison, Connecticut area, I would like to invite you to join us for Sunday service. Sheer Jeshub Christian Tabernacle meets every Sunday morning for Bible study, praise, worship, and the Lord's Supper at 10 a.m. in the upper room of the Memorial Town Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. Take I-95 to exit 61. Go down to Route 1, turn right, and at the next light, turn right again. We are in the yellow brick and white building. Please join us for our next broadcast of Shir Jeshub.